God. Oh my God. OMG. OMG. We're back. How long has it been? Uh, I think May. April, uh, yeah, May or April. Has it been that long? Let me look here. April 22nd, episode 78, we did Fastball. Wow. Yeah, I guess uh, I did King of Pain. Yep. Yep. And I was just waiting on summer, and now here's summer. And it's halfway through it. Halfway. Yeah. It Ish. depends on the school calendar. Right. I mean, we've gotten past 4th of July. Yeah. Yeah, what the heck's been going on with you, man? Dude, it's just it's insanely busy. Just... I can tell by your playing hair. Playing and traveling. Yeah, no, I'm desperate need of a haircut. Your hair is like, yeah. I've never seen it yeah. go so many different directions. Yeah, oh, yeah. And natural, too, man. I don't, no product, nothing. This is what it does. You on don't its even own. do product anymore. No. This is, this is why I started cutting my hair really short. I just haven't done it for a bit. Actually, it looks pretty good. You know, I'm, I get to this point. This is the point. I'm about, I'm going to say five, six weeks without a haircut. And this is the point where I will stop and go, you know what? Maybe let it grow out a little bit. Let's see what happens. And it's, it's, and if you in, could picture it, the Ken Barbie doll just getting out of bed. With you, the bed yeah. Head. Yeah. Very similar. Yeah. It, it's got that kind of vibe. And then two weeks from now, I'll be like, fuck this haircut. Yeah. I get it. just because yeah, my hair, it just gets bigger. Right. It just, it, it doesn't, it, it doesn't, doesn't grow flow. long. It doesn't drop down. It just gets, it's like a chia. It gets bigger. Back when I grew my hair forever ago, it just got bigger and bigger and bigger until one day it just couldn't handle the weight anymore. And that's when it fell. And yeah. that's, that I'm going to, th- I'm going to say that's like eight months. Start feeling on the back of your neck, the strain in your neck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah a lot of chiropractic work involved, keeping the neck loosened up. It's just a lot of sh- weight, man. Had to shear the sheep. Yeah. But I ain't complaining, man. I know a lot of people my age, Losing the hair, got the bald spot. So I, I dare not complain. No, no, no. no. I'm same way. Yeah. So that's, you know, I got what I got and I'm happy about it and it is what it is and I'll deal with it. But yeah, it goes every different direction. It is. I mean, you're taking the clippers to my head. You've got to go front to back, side to side, diagonal, come back and do it again. It's just, it goes every which way. Yeah. I like to grow my hair out because some days, you know, I got the, Kind of the Beatles, Rolling Stone right, going. Right. The other days, I got the Don McLean thing going. Yep. It's just yeah. unpredictable. Oh yeah, and that's and that's what I like. I said when I get to this point, I go, you know what, man, grow it out. Maybe you know, I'll see somebody on TV with big hair, and I think, you know what, maybe this time. But no, it never shakes out that way. We gotta be patient. You gotta be willing. Yeah, you got. Oh yeah, you gotta suffer be, that yeah. growth this, period. That was that would that would have been an experiment during 2020. Which you're still in 2020. It just feels like it. It's just continuation. I'm just so glad that was two years ago. Yeah, it's bizarre to think it was two years ago. It was such a crazy time. But your original question, what? It's, I've been busy, just gone for six days, home for a day. Shows. Shows, con- yeah, just yeah. out working. It's it's that I think everybody's trying to get out because they hadn't toured and there's just a million shows on the road and a million things to go see. So it's just. Are the shows strong this summer? It just depends. I mean, it's it's honestly, it's like anything else. There's some winners or some losers. You know, there's good days, bad days. It is what it is. But it's it's just a lot of work and a lot of travel. And you know, that's that's been my life the last couple of months. So it's kind of kept us apart. Besides, did have uh, see the boys graduated high school. No, that's so, congratulations. So we had a high school graduation party. 
Um, so we did that. We did our annual vacation to Gulf Shores. Got to go down to the southern Alabama for you a week. Go vacation anywhere else besides Gulf Shores? Man, we've gone to Panama City Beach. Well, that's not a couple times for I like mean, spring breaks. The same region. It's the same. Yeah, I just like it down there. I mean, you just it's like the Panhandle. Yeah, I just it's it's weird. We went to Myrtle Beach a couple years ago, and just yeah, I'm just so used to seeing that white Gulf Shore sand that when we went to Panama City and it was like this is disgusting. Right. So it's... It's got to be the beach, so... Yo, yeah, we're beach people. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, that's that's vacation. Got to be a beach intertwined in there somewhere. I'm telling you, man, if you go out west to the mountains, you'll you know, think differently. I, I have... I've, I've often thought... I've done shows out west in, like, Montana and stuff like that, and it's beautiful. And I've thought to myself, God, this would be great to just come out and drive for five days and just go see random shit. Yeah. I would love it. Yeah, but I don't know. Feel pretty. You're in the minority. Feel, feel pretty good about sitting on a beach too. So, yeah. See, I I like the beach, but uh, I'll just get antsy. It's like, I, okay, I got to do something. I need an active. Uh, right. You know, I'm in. Yeah. The, see, I'm perfectly content sitting, listening to the waves crash. That, well, it's because your job's active. For uh, yeah, I guess, I guess maybe yeah. Yeah, so I got I sit at a yeah. desk all day. Yeah, the last I get, thing I want to do is sit some more. Yeah, yeah, I spend my days going 100 mile an hour, getting to a building, running all day doing that, and then jumping in a car, driving to the next city, or getting up at 3 a.m. to get on a plane to get to the next city or whatever. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, that makes I, sense. Uh, okay, I got you. Thank you, Doctor James. All right, I don't know where we were going with that. I don't know. Right, just getting caught up. We're just kind of what's going on, what's been happening. What episode is this? We are logging episode 79. 79. 79. Highway to, your Highway to Hell came out. Nice. Um, Cheap Shirk was on top. Disco was probably the last big year of disco. When did uh, when did Kiss, I Was Made for Loving You come out? 79, Dynasty. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, so Disco's working its way out. Yeah. Um, trying to, Foreigner's second album was probably out then. Okay. Um, Ozzy's last, what was it? Oh God, it, it was his last tour of Black Sabbath before he got fired. Uh, never say die. Never say die. Yeah. Never say die. Yeah, yeah. Um, Scream Dream was that seventy nine? Ted Nugent. Ted Nugent. I think it, that might been, Dream. That might have been eighty. Wow. Yeah, that might have been eighty. Okay. I think about right. it. But that's that's a good year for rock. It was definitely a good year for rock. Oh yeah, yeah. That whole yeah, that whole late seventies. I think Disco died. It was a ballpark. It, there was a ballpark, and they ball had game, some they had big, disco night. Yeah, disco night, and burned them. Burned them. Burned all the disco yeah. albums. Yeah, there's uh, that's when it officially died that summer. There is a segment in that Bee Gees documentary where they talk about it. Yeah, and they, that's and, where they and, do. And, you know, Papa <laughs> Papa Bee Gees was just like, you know, oh shit, I better figure something out. Yeah, that's when they start writing for other people. Yeah, their exactly. Mud. Yeah, good times. Which is a great documentary too, by the way. Even if you don't like the Bee Gees, it's fascinating. I I dig the Bee Gees. For me, just that drum beat, how they came up with that drum beat for "Staying Alive," worth worth every minute I watched on thing. When they were performing CPR, no, it was the drummer was sick or gone or something, and they took a drum beat. They took like the kick snare from some other song and put it on a loop of tape 
and taped it together and just ran the loop. And it's just a loop of, it's just an old school loop of just that kick snare. It, it's fascinating. I mean, it's, it shows the, the mechanism. I mean, it's like across a room or some shit. It's crazy. Okay. That was fascinating to me. I, you know, when I think of BGs and drum beats, I always think of uh, um, Jive Talking, how they came up with a beat for that one. How they come up with a beat for well, that one? Well, they were recording down in Miami, and yeah. to get the studio, they had to cross a, a bridge to get from the mainland to okay. the key or the island. You know, right. I guess it'd be the inlet. Key. Right. And the the bridge that you drove over is the beat to that song. Oh, the little click of the tires across the... Road? Yeah, yeah, with that, you know, right, going over the yeah. partitions of the bridge. Interesting. That's where they came up with that. Now, BGs are cool. I don't give a huh? care yeah. what oh, yeah. says. Yeah, fascinating. There's certainly a lot worse disco out there. Absolutely. Yeah, and even their '60s stuff has some interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. pre-disco stuff is yeah. amazing. Yeah, there was some song about was it Delaware or Connecticut? I think so. Yeah, something it was like yeah, <laughs> huge. Yeah, big hit, yeah. big hit. Very and similar to... Uh, I like, started the joke. Yeah, Stevie Wonder, same way. I mean, you think of Stevie Wonder, you think of songs, but if you go back to like his early stuff, you're like, holy shit, I forgot he wrote that. Well, Stevie Wonder is one of those guys that... I mean, um, was it High high Fidelity, John Cusack, yeah. Jack yeah, yeah, Black, yeah. or uh-huh. Jack Black Ask, you know, can we oh, forgive... Yep. Yep. Forgive the stars of the 70s for the sins they cre- they made in the sins 80s. Sins of the past, yeah. Yeah, Stevie Wonder had, you know, a lot of sins in the 80s. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's kinda, Stevie, man. You got to give him a pass. They, they they don't give him, they don't play this genius stuff. They just play, Oh, the, yeah. I just call to say I love you. Right. And all that. Yep. Ebony and Ivory. And it's sad. Um, trying to think of what all has been, what all has gone on since we have last talked. Have I told you about my trip to Canada? No. I've not talked about my Canadian trip. Mm-mm. All right. So I had four shows, and it was right after this April 22nd one. So it had to be late April, early May, something like that. So I had shows in Canada, four shows with the comedian. What part? What? I uh, went to Edmonton and Edmonton. Calgary. Yeah, yeah. So flew to Spokane, Washington. and That's not a cheap flight. No, no direct flights from Evansville either. A lot of connections. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so in prepping, I, you know, dude, I had never been to Canada. So I'm like, you know, called a couple of people I knew that have traveled in Canada, toured in Canada. And hey, what do I need to know? And this was, this was still COVID scare. Everybody's still freaking oh, yeah. out what's going on. So I had been advised that driving into Canada was a lot easier than flying into Canada when it comes to the COVID and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I looked it up, fly to Spokane, Washington, rent a car, 10-hour drive to Edmonton for the first two shows, and then like a three-hour drive south to Calgary for the second two shows. And you then drive like, through Calgary, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then a seven-hour drive from Calgary back to Spokane to okay. catch my flight home. And so playing an extra day and all that stuff and thought, you know what, this will be fun because we'll drive through the mountains. It'll be interesting. You know, because usually I'm like, all right, fly in, go do the show, fly out, whatever. I don't pay attention. So flew to Spokane, got the car, spent the night in Spokane, got up the next morning, drove two or three hours to the border, got to the border. And there's, you know, there's an app you do where you upload your 
COVID card and you load your passport and all that fun stuff to make sure you're whatever. So I pull up and it's the guy at the, you know, drive through window or whatever it is, you know, what are you coming to Canada for? I'm coming for work. Ask me a few other questions, you know, takes my passport or whatever and disappears, comes back. Yeah. Can you go ahead and pull over there and come in? We got a few extra questions for you. I'm like, oh. oh God, here we go. You know, <laughs> you know, in my head, I've, I've timed out. This is going to take 15 minutes. Okay. <clears throat> so pull over, go in and call me up to the counter. Hey, you know, we just have a few questions about why you're here. You know, explain it all again. I work for a concert promoter out of Tennessee. There's a comedian up here. I'm coming up for the shows. Okay, cool. Have a seat. So 30 minutes later, kind of noticed two Canadian guards going through my car. And like, awesome. Yeah, a drug addict, rock star. Yeah, exactly. So then, you know, straight out of the movies, you know, call me into some little tiny room. I'm on one side of the desk. Two of them are on the other side of the desk. And, and one of them opens. And, and, you know, I'm looking. I'm going, shit, which one's good cop? Which one's bad cop? All right. You know, but it's Canada, so they're probably both good cop. Everybody's nice in Canada. Yeah. So you know, one guy says, hey, before we start, I just want to let you, I just want to remind you that anything, anything you tell us is, you know, has to be the truth or there's penalties and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, dude, I'm up here for work. I will tell you whatever. I will, I will tell you the secrets, man. Whatever you want to know, I ain't hiding shit. That's what you said? No, but that's what I'm thinking to myself. I was like, dude, whatever you want to know, I ain't going to lie to you. So they pull out. I've got like in my work bag, I've, I had a couple items that they brought in with them. One of them was like a manila folder with like company checks in it. So like when I write checks for shows and stuff, it's my company checks. Right. And it's like, all right, well, we found this in your car and it's a bunch of checks. I'm like, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's my work bag. It's, they're always in there. I just have them, you know, are you paying anybody? I'm not paying anybody. It's all, everything's being handled through Nashville, through wires and whatnot. I'm not, nobody's getting paid in Canada from me. And then they pulled out. I had like wristbands for the meet and greet and stuff. And, uh, they were like, you know, well, what are all these things? Like, well, those are the wristbands for the meet and greet. People pay a premium to meet the comedian after the show. They get a wristband. That's what identifies them. Blah, blah, blah. All right, well, we got to make some calls and, and see, you know, we're trying to figure out if, if you require a work visa, Ex- you know, and explain again, what are you doing in Canada? I'm like, dude, everybody I've hired for the show is Canadian. The comedians are coming in. I'm the liaison between the building and, and the act. I just want to make sure the act is getting what they need and the building's doing what they're supposed to do. I'm babysitting, basically. Okay, cool. So I'll sit for another half hour. In the meantime, I'm calling the office going, hey, if you get a phone call from Canada, answer it. Because I'm sitting here getting cross-checked on everything. <laughs> <clears throat> Who the hell are you, yeah. eh? And so, so then they call me back to the office after, you know, this is probably three hours later since pulling up to the gate. and Three hours? Uh, yeah, three hours, this whole ordeal. All right, and, you know, hey, all right, we've talked to some people. We're 50-50 about... If you need a work visa or not, we're going to go ahead and let you in, you know, but, you know, and, and again, Canadian, super nice. Next time you come into Canada, it would be super helpful if you had a letter from your employee that stated what you were doing in Canada and, 
here's a phone number for like a legal department in Canada that can help you draft a letter and what it needs to say. I mean, couldn't have been nicer. Cause I was just like, dude, tell me what I got to do to not deal with this again. And you know, so he's like, you know, have your, have your office, write this, le- contact this company or legal department, write this letter. These are the things they need. And when you pull up, hand them your passport in this letter and you won't have any problems. Your employer needs to quit being a hoser. <laughs> That's, that's a problem, sir. So I'm like, all right, dude, you know, appreciate it. Thanks. So get my stuff. Oh, and then he, and then on the the last thing he says to me, he goes, so I wasn't going to say anything. Um, but, uh, you know, we're going through your stuff. We found this, uh, little, little, I had like a little prescription pill bottle and he's like, we found a couple of, I don't want to know, but there were some gummies in there again. I don't want to know. I was like, dude, those are melatonin. They're one milligram melatonin to help me go to sleep. If you want to test them, have at it. <laughs> but I was like, okay, I get it. You found a pill bottle with the label peeled off with two gummies in it. Good on him for being cool and saying, hey, I don't care. I don't want to know about it. But they usually was... don't put candy in the medicine bottles there. <laughs> so, yeah, as soon as, I, as soon as I got to the hotel, I was like, yep, trash. I don't, I don't need to be having these around with me. I'll, I'll figure out a way to go to sleep. <laughs> We're awfully, uh, you know, weird about melatonin in yeah. Canada. Right, yeah, the melatonin thing. But, uh, so I went up, had a great time in Canada. Everybody, the one thing that I was amazed by is is there's ketchup flavored everything. Ketchup flavored chips. The Frito chips look different. I mean, it's just. Everything's different. Everything. I mean, but so much ketchup flavored stuff. I mean, I like ketchup on fries. It's hard to grill tomatoes up here, you know. I guess. (laughs) But then coming back after the shows, it was an all night drive thing. And I went a different route. How many kilometers was it? Oh, God, I don't even... That was a whole nother (laughs) ordeal. I was trying to figure out how fast I'm supposed to be going with kilometers. How many liters of gas you got left? Oh, my God, that was the worst, because it was like, holy shit, how much does it, you know, (laughs) you know, the conversion, all that stuff. It's like, you know, $120 or 120 Canadian dollars, but it's like 60 or 70, you know, whatever it is. Yeah, that's the toughest part. So I just used my credit card for everything. There was like... You know, I would I would charge something, I would get the receipt, and then I would get my little email saying you spent, you know, I'd get a receipt for forty bucks, and then I'd get an email saying you spent thirty four dollars and forty cents at a gas station. So that's how I figured out all my conversions. Gotcha. But uh, but dro- drove home a different way through like a state park or something. That one of the people at the venue said this is going to be a better way to get back through. So I did that. Um, and it you know for driving in the middle of the night when you can't see it. Nothing pretty, and then in the morning when the sun started coming up, the the fucking deer are huge. I mean, they're like they're not moose; they're they they're deer, but they're they just look like they just looking for a reason to kick your ass. They're just big and muscular. Well, that's, uh, the winters are tough, man. God, you gotta be tough. I'm used to I'm used to the deer around here, man. I would drive by and see one on the side of the road, and it was just like I mean, I, in my, in my head, I heard the deer just you know, what are you looking at? Yeah, I mean, it's like attitude, thug life. Give me a reason. Give me a reason. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, God, please don't run out in front of this car. Don't come up here yeah. with your melatonin. And then I got, you know, to the border, crossed back into the States, which I was told won't be a problem. That was probably four in the morning. I think I woke the guy up. He came out. And, you know, where are you coming from? Where are you going? Where do you live? Indiana? Why is the car say it's from Spokane? Because it's a rental. All right. Be careful of the dare. No shit. <laughs> uh, 
So, and then since then, I think, you know, they've relaxed all their COVID stuff. So if I have to go back to Canada for that, that wouldn't change your work visa issue. No, 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 no. I'm still and then you know, as soon as I got through going into Canada, I pulled over and called the office and was like, here's the phone number. Here's who you need to call. Cause we had several shows coming up in Canada and I was like, we got people coming up here and I know I'm supposed to be coming back up here, get this letter thing figured out because this was a pain in the ass. So could you just tell them it was for, you know, leisure? I mean, you can, but you know, they ask a lot of specific, you know, if if I would have said I'm coming up here for leisure, because I just said I'm coming up here to go to shows, just to try to make it nice and easy. Yeah. And well, what shows are you going to? And why are you spending so much time up here going to shows? And because I'm hardcore, I'm hardcore, man. I'm fanboy. Yeah. To the max. Exactly. So. So yeah, that was my big Canada trip. Wow, I couldn't remember. It was what was the weather like? Uh, it was warm during the day when the sun was out, and then chilly at night. Early May. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it was still springtime, so it was you know, the sun got out. It felt good, but chilly at night. It's beautiful up there. And again, yeah. my my drive during the day after I got across the border was gorgeous. I mean, just driving through mountains and. It is just wonder. It, yeah, yeah, it was awesome. I and mean, I kept thinking about when you, I guess, when you drove to Alaska, you drove through Canada, right? So just kind of wondering if, yeah, I drove through Calgary and Edmonton, and then went northwest from there, and yeah. there was nothing, whole lot of nothing, <laughs> yeah. days of nothing. Yeah, there's, yeah. I mean, okay. even even okay. going to Calgary and Edmonton, there's there's a lot of big patches of nothing. And the further north you went, the longer the sun was up. Yeah. Until we got all the way to past the uh, Arctic Circle in Alaska, and the sun was just up all the time. Yeah, yeah that was. I remember that being kind of strange too, because it was uh, it was like nine or nine thirty at night, and it was like still sunny out here. This is bizarre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About you know what nine o'clock probably is. Yeah, the latest the sun's here. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, so that's you know we can talk about what else has been going on future episodes but i figured i'd get the canadian one out because i was like i know i haven't talked about jimmy about that and i know you had had some experience in canada as well yeah but this is 97 yeah oh yeah and we were leisure we just said we were going for for leisure and they just let us right in (laughs) well there you go we weren't going to shows we were just leisurely driving it's like when when we went on our honeymoon to jamaica in 96 I think we just took a photocopy of our birth certificate. That's it? Nice. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, things have changed a little bit. Uh, yeah. 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 I imagine they have. Yes, they have. So, what about you? What have you been up to, Jimmy? What, tell, you know what? The question on my mind is, what's going on with the drive-in? You doing some drive-in stuff? Drive-in's back in action. It's right been a uh, summer of drive-ins. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we kicked it off uh, Memorial Weekend. Uh, to the massive opening for the movie of the summer, Todd. The Bob's Burger movie? Top Gun Maverick. Oh, yeah. I have to be honest, I'm not a big fan of Tom Cruise. I don't doubt his commitment to the art of acting, but when I, when I see Tom Cruise, I always think of that awkward interview with Matt Lauer when he said uh, psychiatry was a pseudoscience, or when he was jumping on the couch <laughs> with, with Oprah, Oprah Winfrey. Yeah. And he fell in love with Katie Holmes, yeah. and that was. I mean, he, he's bit, he's had moments where he's proved he's a pretty dark and strange person. It's a bit much. Yeah. But have you seen Top Gun? I have. I have. What do you think? Um, 
So I watched the we watched the original Top Gun prior, right? And then, which I it, got some interesting videos to send you on that. Okay, that one. All right, <laughs> and then uh, and then we. It was one of those movies that was kind of on the radar, but it was like, yeah, I'll go see it, maybe, maybe not, whatever. And then a, a buddy called and said, or I was talking to a friend of mine, he said he, they just left the theater. He was like, you got to go see it. The The filmography is amazing. That's what does it. And so I think we went the next day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Yeah. I mean, visually, very impressive. Drive-in was packed. Oh, it was so it. packed that the screen, like, Screen one, screen two are basically facing each other. Yeah. In this large field. Right. They shut down screen two. Really? It went all the way just, back to the back wow. of screen two. The whole field was just full. Okay. Um, and, and it didn't, anybody could play Tom Cruise's role. That's how, yeah. That's how it didn't lean on Tom that much. What did you think about the opening with Tom's little message to the audience before the movie started? Awesome. I thought it was good. His little thanks for coming. Yeah. It bugged the shit out of me. I I thought, you know, he's trying to hang on to the theatrical part of things. That's why he didn't go straight to streaming. I I think the streaming just bugs him, and I don't blame him. Well, no, yeah. It's because, you know, that's getting to be a dying, you know, the cinemas really suffered with the COVID area. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. I think that's what was driving that whole thing. Yeah. That whole message. Okay. It bothered me. Why? Why would it bother you? I, I don't know. I just felt like I don't. I don't need you to tell me thanks for coming to see your movie. I'm here. I don't know. He knew it was going to be awesome. He knew it was going to be awesome. He, was, he knew what he had. He was jumping on the couch, going crazy. Yeah. It's yeah. Saying that you know, it, it, f your pseudoscience. <laughs> yeah, he's the, yeah he's the one to be talking about science. Yeah, it was a big comeback movie for him though. Oh yeah. Oh, I, I can't remember the last time. When was the last time he had a movie that big? I don't mm. know if he's ever had a movie. I mean, those that Mission big. Impossible movies, right? Yeah, but it's do as well as. Oh, I don't know if they. I, don't know I mean, if he's no, ever this had a Top movie. Gun thing was huge. It was. Yeah. It was pretty big. But you know, there's no. You know, I don't know. There's an interesting theory about what the opening scene when he's going Mach ten. Yep. And he goes. He decides to go faster than that, and yeah. the, the plane gives out. Greedy. There's a theory that is when he died, yes. and everything after that was him reconciling with all the sins he committed in his past life. Before Go- he gets into heaven. Like, well, he reconciles the whole guilt he had with Goose. Yep. Reconciles with his old flame. Penny. It yep. seems like he reconciles everything. You know, he reconciles with Valve. Mm, uh, yeah. So it's all just... Um, Man, I'm not is, necessarily purgatory, but just let's dive, there. let's you know what let's forget songs this week. Let's dive into this. I'm fascinated by it. Well, I, you know, I, I, I do. I had not heard that. I can't remember yet, all I the points, like but yeah. there was a. There, you know, I always like fan theories. Yes, yeah. that's, that's my favorite thing. Right. It's like, um, have you ever heard the fan theory about um, tremors being the <laughs> sequel? The the, Ke- the Kevin Bacon Kevin movie? Bacon. Tremors? Tremors. The first Tremors okay. is the sequel to Footloose. Holy smokes. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's pretty cool because it. what the fan theory came up with was that the reason why the parents did not allow dancing was because they knew these worms were oh in the ground. Oh, my God. It, I got chills, Jimmy. 
And, I've got chills. And once that kid's finally won, it woke up these worms. Kevin and then, Bacon. And this is Kevin Bacon years later, never left, Yeah, stayed there, and the sequel... He realized he he messed up. He didn't know about these worms Holy in the smoke. ground. I love that. So now he's dealing with what he created. That is amazing. And tremors. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah, it's it's technically footloose too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm familiar with like uh, the I can't remember the name of the character from Reservoir Dogs, but supposedly he's the brother of the John Travolta character in Pulp Fiction. Okay, yeah, so, I can see that. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, don't know I get into one. I get into the light conspiracy stuff. I don't go deep like you. Well, I just find this stuff. Yeah. It's it's out there in the Reddit yes. world. I don't understand Reddit. You have to show me how to use it, right? I don't think I, I don't think I'm doing it right. Just go to YouTube, and there's like a computer voice that talks with. I don't know, no, that reads postings the, from that's, Reddit. That's the anonymous thing. The anonymous. I, I don't know. It's just. It's uh, the best thing about those. If you watch them, is is at the end of every one of them, the computer voice always, you know, when he gets to the very end, he goes, "Bye for now." <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the subject is, right. like they'll they'll put, they'll post a question, and then people he'll read the responses to the questions. Okay. Like what was the best film fan theory out there? And then they'll just go one by one by one until the end of the video, and then he'll go, "Bye for now." Just abruptly ends. <laughs> nice. I yeah. like that. You can find some interesting stuff there if you can handle the computer voice. Right. It's not for everybody, that's for sure. Oh, sure. But yeah, um, okay, Top Gun Maverick. So Top Gun Maverick driving. Yeah, I'm a great, proud to be an American movie. Great movie for Memorial Weekend. Yeah. Concession stand, double cheeseburgers are still good. Onion rings are still good. Okay. Um, popcorn's still a great price. You know, they haven't raised the price on popcorn. Beautiful. Uh, my new favorite candy out at the drive-in is the chocolate chip cookie dough bites. Chocolate chip cookie dough bites. Holy cow. Is that just like uncooked cookie dough with chocolate chips in it? It's, God knows what it is. It's probably not even. <laughs> it's probably super th- healthy. It's probably not even what you think it is. Yeah. I mean, you know, material, I mean, There's material some wise. sort of a, a, a shimmer on it. A man with a pop in my mouth. You remember that song, Midnight at the Oasis? <laughs> <laughs> That's the stuff, huh? Just put your camel to bed. I mean, I'm sitting mm. out there in my seat in the open sky, eating my eating my candy, watching a movie. Yeah. Happiness, man. Uh-huh. Pure happiness. Uh, uh, so glad to be back at the drive-in. What else have you seen at the drive-in? Anything good? Uh, follow that up with um, Jurassic World Dominion. Okay. Which is, I haven't seen it yet. Um, if you've seen the sequel... It's going to be about the same as any sequel since the original. Gotcha. Right. I think most people think that, okay, I love the original, and then the sequels are just, yeah. you know, they're just, there's, they don't bring nothing No, we're talking really. about the, the Chris Pratt reboot this original, one, or are you this going one brought, way back? brought back, um, you know, brought back all the originals, okay. including, you know, the, uh, Mr., 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 Jeff Goldblum. Yes. He, he was, he was in this. Nice. Um, all the original main characters okay. were in this movie. Good shit. And, you know, having Jeff Goldblum in any movie is, uh. Oh, it's a winner. It's, it's a winner. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so it was fun seeing them, but this, the, the storyline they gave was, just it was predictable for Jurassic sequels. Right. The the um antagonist was I can't think of his name, but he was in the movie Singles. Um I, uh, he was the guy that was on the phone 
in the room that everyone outside in the bar thought was the bathroom. They kept banging on the door. He was one of the main characters uh, in the movies. Yeah, I think I, I, th- I think I, he's leaving Kira. He was hooking up with uh, Kevin Bacon's future, yeah, real future Kira wife. Sedgwick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on the phone leaving her. Yes, but now he's like, I can't think what he did. He's got white hair. He's like, oh, yeah. it's like, God dang, that movie singles was a long time ago. Is all I kept thinking. Yep. But uh, it was okay. It was a good driving movie, but didn't bring anything to the franchise. I guess you can say. Okay. And. Um, God, what else have we seen? Oh, we just we just saw Thor: Love and Thunder. I haven't seen that yet. What do you think of that? That is a great Thor movie. It's not Ragnarok. Okay, I was gonna say, how does it relate to Ragnarok? Ragnarok to me is the best Marvel, my favorite Marvel movie gotcha. of all Marvel movies. Right. Uh, this one falls right in line with all the other Thor movies. I, I think. See, that's tough because I liked Ragnarok. The first Thor movie was okay. And then the second one with all the dark ice, world, dark world, did not enjoy that one at all. Didn't like that one. No. This one's more comedic. Okay. It's got a little bit of Ragnarok gotcha. kind of comedy to it. Okay. Uh, it's I liked it. All right. I'd watch it again. Very good. But you know, I I like the other Thor movies. Okay. Uh, I, it'd be worth checking out. Oh, yeah, I plan to see it. Yeah. Yeah. There's some good um, cameos in it. Okay. But um, it's it's a it's goofy, but yeah. Ragnarok was goofy. Right. And it's got some goofy parts, but it, it was a good, I thought it was a good Marvel movie. It's, it was a good comeback from what they've been trying to do. That's for sure. With, uh, Natasha, um, oh, the Black Widow, Black Widow, yep. which, eh, you know, that yeah. was all right. That was kind of a prequel too, wasn't yeah. Or not really a prequel, I guess. It was her going back, making amends, I think. It seemed like everything they'd done since the Avenger you know, the final yeah. Avengers was, eh, well, you know, whatever. Yeah, I got you. But, you know, the Loki on Disney Plus and all that. Yeah. This this was, it had the feel of the old movies. Gotcha. So. Uh, something I've been actually thinking about recently, because it's pretty recent stuff, but do you watch The Stranger Things on the Netflix? No. Okay. And not on purpose, I just don't make time for it. Okay. Have you, have you seen all the hubbub? Originally it started with, there was some Kate Bush song that. Yeah. Was and then followed by Master of Puppets. And then now Master of Puppets is yeah. making a... I've heard about it. Okay. Have you seen anything? I saw a thing the other day on TikTok where Metallica was doing, you know, the, the screen side-by-side duet deal with that scene from the movie. I thought that was pretty cool. I saw an interesting... I guess it would be... Here a, we go. More conspiracies. Give it to me. Well, it had to deal with Dave Mustaine. You know, uh-huh. Dave Mustaine was, for the people who don't know, was the... Original guitar, lead for, guitar yep. player for the before Kirk Hammett yep. for Metallica. He was talking about how he he really loves uh, James. Mm-hmm. Uh, he really can't stand Lars. Right. He brings. I don't know. It's who he's talking to in this, but he said that when Metallica was on the Master Puppets tour and they were in Europe, that they planned. Once they got back to America, that they were going to fire Lars, but then the Cliff Burton right. um, accident happened. That really? kind of changed the the the, the pace of uh, you know, the time. I guess yeah, the direction right. Metallica yeah. was going to go yeah. um, when they lost Cliff. But then after immediately after that, he says, um, "You know, I really don't like Kurt, but because he replaced me, but you know, I got it on with his girlfriend before I left, so." <laughs> 
So who knows? Sticking it to him. Yeah, Mustaine is still yeah. better party of one. Right, yeah. But no, I do, I would like to, you know, lay around and watch the Stranger Things. I did watch the first season. Yeah. But it goes back to my problem of wanting to sit around when I'm not yeah. working. I, I want to be active because I sit around all day at work. So right, I, yeah. I have a hard time sitting watching TV. Yeah. I get you. I don't watch any TV hardly. Yeah. Well, my point of it is I'm just happy. I mean, I think Master Puppets is one of the greatest Metallica songs ever. And right. Then, yeah. It was good in, in the Stranger Things, but if you really want the the true feel for Master Puppets, go back to old school. When they're going out getting the guys for recruiting in the van. They use Master Puppets in that. That's, to me. Oh, the movie old school. Yeah. 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 When I remember seeing that movie at the theater, <laughs> and when that music started with that van, I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah. This is, yeah, this is it. So. Yeah, it's song placement in movies. Oh, I mean, there's huge. You, you always think when the movie does that, well, it's just like um, in this Thor, Love, and Thunder, when they do the credits. Yeah. You know, they got the Rainbow Bridge and the Thor world, right? Right. They do Theo's Rainbow in the Dark as the credits are running. Shut your face. <laughs> that is wonderful. Great. The perfect song. Yeah. I mean, they do, they, they hear a lot of Guns N' Roses throughout the movie. Yeah, I think there's Guns N' Roses in the trailer I've seen on TV. And that, and that's fine, but i tell you, when they played Rainbow there's in the Dark. There's something about a well-placed classic. Well-placed classic. Yeah. It was a perfect place because, you know, Thor's all about the Rainbow Bridge, you know, through right. his city. I can't think of the name of it. But, yeah, it was, oh, yeah. When we were loading up the. The, the SUV, you know, putting all our chairs yeah. back in. I was just, you know, going right, oh, yeah. right up your alley, man. Yeah. Oh goodness. You want to get into your song? Yeah, I've I've kind of chosen a shorter song this week just because I figured we'd jibber jabber on and on. No, so. we just talked about Rainbow and Dark. So what do you have to? <clears throat> I have. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so basically, I went into this one with finding a new song for me, and I don't know about you, but finding new music that grabs me these days doesn't happen often anymore. I find myself going back and listening to the classic stations and all that. So stumbling across a new gem, if you will, just doesn't happen. Plus, I listen so much to podcasts that I'm realizing I'm not listening to music as much as I used to, but I'm trying to correct that. Um but just out of curiosity, when's the last time you heard a new song and not like, not something that you, you know, from the seventies that you hadn't heard before, but something maybe in the last 20 years, when's the last time you've heard a new song to you that you went? Yes. You know, here we go. There's, a, I can't say it's like a jam or it fits right in with the whole classic but, but, rock. But, but does it, but it grabs you. It grabs Gets your me. attention. You know, I was looking at, there's a a venue in Louisville, a very small venue. I can't, Headliners? Sounds right. And, and maybe, I I can't remember, but it, we, I tried to go over to see Hank 3 there, and we were thought we'd going to just go up and buy tickets, Yeah, and it was sold out, because the place is smaller than like a 19, it's Hold it like looked, 400 it, or something. It looks like a 1920s like schoolhouse okay it's really small right but um i was looking at who was coming there because i was on the same mission you're talking about i was like all right well what's like the new music and i figured the kids listening to yeah what's i mean what what's a what's an up-and-coming band that's not going to charge you 200 dollars for vip 
I heard this. <laughs> I heard this song from a band called Wet Leg called Chase Lounge. Wet Leg. Wet Leg is the name of the band. Okay. It's, it's led by two girls, the rest of the, the rest of them are guys in the band. Uh-huh. It is. It's not a jam or it's not rock. It's like alternative. Okay. But it it it's a catchy it's a catchy song. That's all it needs, man. It's like one of them songs, like you know, I, I don't know if I'd crank it up at a, you know at a stoplight and right. with the windows down, but right. it it's a catchy song. When we get when we get done here, I'm gonna have to you have to sample a little wet leg for me. Yeah, yeah, I will. Yeah, <laughs> that's like the new. That's as far as a new song. Okay, that's the one. That's fair, got me. fair enough. And I went through all the bands and that were coming up at this location and. That for some reason, that one stuck me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it takes, man. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> my song for me this week is one that is, is similar to that. I, I stumbled across it. It is a song from a comedian. They're walk-on music, basically. And so I started working these shows, and it was like, this is the first time I heard this song. And the first time I heard it, I was like, holy shit, I love it. But then every night I hear it because that's, you know, the music that plays when he walks on stage. Um, and it's a song called My Name is Thunder by the Bloody Beat Roots and the band Jet. It's a collaboration. And okay. so I'll talk a little bit about both. Uh, Jet, I know very well. Jet, I mean, yep. They've been around a long time. Yep. There are two versions of the song. Uh, one is the Bloody Beat Roots mix, which is more of an electronica. And we've talked about it before. I dig all the, I call it disco, but the EDM kind of shit. Yeah, remix yeah. on remixes yeah. and all this stuff. I dig all that stuff. Um, so the Bloody Beat Roots mix is more electronica. It mixes together big room electro house and a final guns blazing finish where it all fires together. And then the second version is one that was produced by the drummer for Jet, which has got more of a rock sound, less electronic. Uh, guitars kind of replace all the synthesizer work, and it's more of a rock version of it. Uh, I prefer the bloody beat roots version. Just it just hits harder for me. It's just it's just got that thump to it. I don't know. It's just this is a great pump up song, if you will. It sounds like it would belong in a Marvel movie. It it could very well drop in there. And I noticed when I was playing it for you, I'm going to mention that I did notice your knee bouncing a little bit. So now you're into it. And this and and this will be it's one primal. And I'm not gonna. I I will not be surprised if two weeks from now you go that fucking song, dude. It's going to be one of those. It's huh? one of those, man, because it's how it was with me. The first time I heard it, I was like, mm, okay, yeah, badass. But it's just, when I'm not hearing it, I'm like, God, I, I want to hear that song. So It kind of fits the Jet, the songs, the other hit songs yeah, from Jet. Yeah, yeah. You know, My Name is Thunder. They, they're very epic. Yes, very epic. Uh, so the Bloody Beat Roots, talk about them for a moment. They're an Italian electronic dance music project that was established in 2006. They've been described as edgy rock meets dance hybrid sound, and I think that's what I dig about them. I, when it comes to a, the electronic stuff, I dig the stuff that I can hear a rock vibe to, and I can definitely hear a rock vibe to this. Yeah. Uh, the band started as a duo in 2012 uh, and then went down to a solo artist. Gentleman, I believe his name is Bob. It's R-I-F-O. I'm going to say Rifo. So Bob Rifo, but he also goes by the moniker Sir Bob Cornelius Rifo. Cornelius. Cornelius. Sir Bob Cornelius Rifo. Uh, his identity remains anonymous. He wears a mask on stage. He's got these big Venom-like eyes. You know, the Spider-Man villain Venom. Oh, that's a real deal. Yeah. He, he the mask he wears engages. on stage has kind of those big eyes yeah. in his mask. So okay. that's kind of what he looks like. 
Uh, from what I've read about the dude, classically trained musician that gained a reputation producing music with uh, different styles of punk to new wave music in the 80s. Kind of how he got to start. And then uh, for the band Jet, jumping over to them real quick, Australian rock band formed in 2001. Get Born was recorded in L.A. at the Sunset Studios. The, nec- the name of the record, Get Born, came from the Born Identity movies, the ones that starred Matt Damon. Okay. Didn't know that. Uh, halfway through the recording of that album, the Rolling Stones phoned him up and offered him support on the Australian leg of their tour. So, Wow. Yeah, that's solid, man. They are an Australian band, right? Yes, they are an Australian band. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, the hit single was the Are You Gonna Be My Girl. Kind of had... Had rock. I don't know how to describe it. It's a huge hit. Some swing to it, maybe. Yeah, it's a huge hit for him. It was a straight rock. Yeah, me. Yeah. Uh, then the song "Are You Gonna Be My Girl" was also used in various video games, movies, Apple's Apple's iPod and iMac commercials. It was everywhere. Yeah. And then uh, 2005, they got a little cocky, and the founder Nick Sester declared loudly between songs that he considered Jet to be up there with the greatest with Lennon and the Stones. No. Yeah. I think there's a problem anytime you say, hey, we're as big as another band. Now you're, you're you know, you're on the same level as Oasis. Come on now, man. I like Oasis. Well, Oasis thought they're, they were very good. on the same level. As true, true. And where are they today? Well, fighting. Uh, their second album, Shine On Jet, got a review from an influential American music blog, Pitchfork. Uh, got zero out of ten stars. And in place of a traditional review, there was a video of a chimpanzee urinating in its own mouth. Pitchfork. Yeah. I'm sure. I've you, never heard of it. You've never heard of Pitchfork? No. Oh, yeah. It's, what is it? It's It's a music blog. Basically, they gave him zero out of 10. Zero out of 10. And instead of writing, hey, this album sucks, they just put a video up of a chimpanzee urinating in its own mouth. That was the review of the album. <laughs> Harsh. That's sort of like a Spinal Tap shark sandwich. They <laughs> <laughs> just wrote two words <laughs> shit sandwich. Yep. Oh, that got, that got yeah, joking. They can't do right that. <laughs> uh,. This song is, I believe, the first new music since they announced their split in 2012, Jet. Uh, they did come back to life in 2017, opening five dates for the Bruce Springsteen tour, which seems like an odd placement. Yeah, I don't see I, don't I can see that. the Stones, but yeah. the, the Bruce Sting, Springsteen things didn't make sense to me. Uh, back to the Bloody Beat Roots. This song, uh, the review in the July 2017 spin... Magazine uh, headline read Jet Unretire with Shitty New EDM Song. Holy cow. Uh, written by a gentleman, Winston Cook Wilson. So I'm guessing he's not a fan. And uh, for me, this song's just, it's energy, it's power, it's rock sensibility, it's everything I like in a song. Uh, it's got like a nice little down tempo part in the middle and gets heavy again. I love the way the dude screams. Um, it's the strongest zero out of ten song ever it's, written. It's a strong, strong, the strongest yes, zero you yes, can find. Yep. Um, and all that being said, this thing takes residency in my head. I think about it regularly. Like I said, if even even on days I know I'm going to hear it at night, if I'm on that particular show, I will still think about it and want to hear it during the day. 
even though I know I'm going to hear it in three hours. Now, is Jet still added, or is this a, like a one-off? I think this is kind of a one-off. Okay. I may be mistaken. I didn't really see much about, hey, they're getting back together and working on new stuff. Um, they might be. I don't know. I didn't get too much past what's going on with this song. So. I can't believe it. Are you going to be my girl? Is that old now? It's crazy, right? Yeah. It seems like it's, I mean, it always seemed like a current song. Yeah. Because you had you had Jet, and then there was the band The Vines. The Vines, yeah. Around that the was same the time. other one around the same time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kind of all had that same sound to them. The Hives was maybe around that too. Yeah. Yeah. And um, uh, um, <laughs> uh, Fountains of Wayne and. Yeah. And, um, God, what was the other? Uh, Whoa, these, these hunters on fire. Oh, Kings of Leon. Kings of Leon, yeah. Yeah. I, I lost a trivia question to my wife because uh, really? she, I, I, I was totally convinced that Fountains of Wayne sung a Kings of Leon song. Okay. And I, and I said I wasn't completely wrong. I had the second word of their Mm-hmm. Band name, right? Of right. Oh, right, you had the F part. Fountains right? of Wayne, Kings of Leon. So, man, when you when you, now did you like double down? Like, no, it's Fountains of Wayne. Did you get all attitude about it, or were you like, ah, I think it's Fountains of Wayne? I've been wrong before. You got me one. Oh night. yeah, you, you remember? Yeah, you, hey, you spin me around like, like a record, it. baby. You were you were dead on. I don't even remember who you said it was. I'm like, yeah. no, you were out of your mind. Yeah, That's, it was who, dead or alive. Dead or alive, yeah. I was God. convinced it was someone else. I think that was the same night you went through your wallet. Just to sh- We were talking about what all you had in your wallet. Because, you, I mean, you had one of those George Costanza wallets where you had all kinds of stuff in it, and you just started pulling stuff out. And I remember at one point you pulled out a piece of paper with the number seven on it. <laughs> it was just, it was like a little <laughs> torn off corner of a paper with the seven on it. And you were just like, and I got a number seven? And it, like, like it was a, like it meant oh. something. You know what that was? That was by picking the uh, fantasy football draft. <laughs> I kept in my wallet. And forgot like, to yeah, it. I got these coins, and I got $2 bills, and I got this number seven, and I got my driver's license, and I'm like, what the, what do you got a seven for? <laughs> That's, that was from the fantasy football draft, because yeah. we had to pull out a hat, so I forgot about that. <laughs> number seven, like it's nothing. Yeah, I was so pissed. Seventh pick and the draft is always <laughs> sucks. All right. Well, that's all I got for this week. Uh I will say we're we've never given up hope. We've stayed in <laughs> we've stayed in contact. Yeah. And said, Hey, what about you know, what are you doing in three weeks? Cause I'm gone for three weeks or you're busy or whatever. And it's it's like know, a celebrity marriage. Yeah. It's just, you really got to, you know, stay true. Yeah. So we're going to give it a go and uh, see what happens and try, try to continue this, this train, man. Deliver a few babies to you while we can. Exactly. All right. Uh, we still got the Facebook and the Twitter and the Instagram and all that fun they stuff. They haven't expired? Nope, haven't expired. Kept them alive. Still got the every playlist tells a story at gmail.com. Uh, right now, just getting a bunch of trash. So just send me something. I check it about once a week now because there's just nothing ever in there. But yeah, send something. Yeah, but we're, we're you know we're getting the dust off here. Yeah. So yeah. you know we're a little older, a little wiser, maybe. Maybe maybe this time I'll stick. I don't know if we're wiser, but we're older. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Thanks, y'all. Bye.